Looking for work, better pay, better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. For the drive with Mark Ennis, presented by Fitness Market on 93.9 The Ville. Fitness Market is Louisville's premier location for home and commercial fitness equipment and electric bikes. Find them online at thefitnessmarket.com. Now here's Mark Ennis and Biggest Biscuit, also known as Dave Skull. Welcome back into the drive here on 93 on the Ville. We usually do this at 4.30, but the discussion was going, and so we're going to do it now. Uh, and it is time for Stump the Gas Bag. Let's go. Our guys know a lot about sports. Bend over, I'll show you. Clay Travis is still a dumbass. I'm, a, I'm in. I'm all the way in. I love a giant turkey leg. They know they're cheating. Check their blood for Osterine. They're cheating again. But we want to level the playing field, give their brains a real test. Curse my balls. And we want you to get involved. So here's your shot. Can you stump the gas bag? Mm. Dave's ready. Dave is in studio standing up, ready, because I guess, you know, sitting down has been disappointing for you last few weeks, Dave. Is that correct? Two, two out of the last three times we've played has been a disappointment. I've lost three times in, in three weeks. Twice one week, I went 2-0 and the other week, and then I went 1-1. One and one. Bad stuff. Bad stuff. It's been rough. But first up, we have Michael. Michael, how you feeling today? I'm doing all right. How are you guys? I think everyone's great. doing great. Who do you want to take on? You want to take on Mark or Dave today? Uh, well, sounds like you're due, Dave, so I'm going to pick Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Smart. All right. Well, the first question I'll ask today is, so the Super Bowl, obviously, this Sunday, big game. The Eagles were the last undefeated team in the NFL this season. What team was the last to win it all while also being the last undefeated team? Mm. Wow. Okay. I like that question, Spencer. Yeah, Thank me you. too. I yeah. agree. It's a nice yeah, question. This isn't like, you know, what glove size does Dan Marino wear? <laughs> <like> that. <laughs> nice. So we know it's isotoners. <laughs> That's right. Um, the last team to win the Super Bowl and be the last undefeated team, right? Am I in- that is correct, yes. Okay. Yes, bag. Okay, Michael? Can we just go all the way back to the Dolphins? No, that's not. See, I, right. you don't have to finish the season undefeated. I mean, that's a good, not a bad guess, but yeah. Right. They were just, Gasping. is it the Colts? It is the Colts. Nice. The yeah. 2006 Colts oh, wow. were the last team. Weren't they 14-0? Is that right? I think or it was the, the other year, the year they lost to the Saints. They were like 14-0, okay. and then they lost last two. Pat would know more about that, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but Mark's up one nothing here, so Hell let's yeah. add a Marksville and go at that. Let's go to a little pop culture here. On this date in 1995, this Adam Sandler film was released. 
It received mixed reviews at the time of release, but has since become a cult classic. Uh, gas bag. Go ahead. Uh, Happy Gilmore. Not a bad guess. Not a bad oh, guess. Same era, but... Yeah. I know it. I do, too. You know it. Yeah. Michael might know it. Um... Yeah, I'm going to go gas bag. Uh, I'll go if it's not Happy Gilmore. It's got to be Billy Madison. Yep. Yeah, well done. Good yep. job. Almost added, you know, as part of a production company, which obviously would never dead those two films, yeah. Happy Madison. Happy Madison, yeah. Uh, but, okay. yeah. but, yeah, we got 1-1. One, one, so let's go to back to sports here. LeBron just passed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar the other night for NBA's all-time what? league score against the Thunder. I know, shocking. I didn't hear about it at I all. I haven't heard about that at all, yeah. Yeah. So when Kareem set the record in 1984, the game was held at the Thomas and Mack Center in Vegas. Who was he playing that night when he set the record? When Kareem passed Wilt Chamberlain. Wow. That's more of a process question. Wow. <laughs> That's, um, uh, I'll just take a gas bag. I'll, uh, I'll say the Denver Nuggets. Not a bad guess, not bad, but that's not right. Oh uh, boy, I guess I guess I'll say uh, the Phoenix Suns. No, I don't know. Dave, the you jazz? guess it was the Jazz, yeah. Dave. Yeah, they had a, apparently back in the day yeah. they had like a deal where they played eleven games or whatever at mm-hmm. Thomas and Mack. A bunch of NBA teams used to do that. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, didn't the Spurs play at the Alamo Dome a few times? And they well, do they, they were they were in the Alamo Dome okay. for for years, and then years, right. they played then, there this year to set the attendance record. Okay, yeah. and the the Hawks used to go play in New Orleans all the time too. Yeah, like as far as multi city and yeah, that's why I was just thinking regional and one of those type of deals. That's why I came up with that. But, all right, yeah, so not bad, but it's, okay, sudden death here. Let's go with uh, so the halftime show is gonna be played by Rihanna. She's playing halftime. What country was she born in? Oh, man. I know this. Dave's like, I know this. <laughs> do you, really? I, I yeah. do not know this. Oh, I don't have a clue. It's, it's not really. God bless whatever country that is, <laughs> for what it's worth. It's not the U.S. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give that away, obviously. I had a feeling, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I know it, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well. That's what I said. I don't um, know. Okay. Do you guys give up? Uh, <laughs> At least throw out yeah, some guesses. Bag. Okay, Michael. Uh, I'm going to say somewhere in the. <laughs> I I'll say I'll say I'll say uh, Brazil. No, no, not it. Mark, you got any guesses here? No. Dave, you won't say Barbados. It. Barbados, Dave yeah. is. Good thing we I'm up on my read good, good thing Michael <laughs> didn't shake on Dave. Dave would have won it by now. So I got. I did want to say, Michael. I'm glad you got it wrong, because you, for what it's worth, you sounded like you were typing. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh, no. You know what I mean? Like the answer was kind of drawn out. Like I'm just. Don't want anyone no, to hear no, me. No, this is, keys. Okay, Michael, good, he sounds good. like a man of integrity. How dare you, Michael? I agree. I'm, I, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I'm uh, glad. If it was I'm a glad. regular contestant yeah. not named Michael, we if you've been like, I don't know, it's uh, Barbados. Barbados. I want to say Barbados. Uh, yeah, you know, Barbados. Everybody knows that. Hey, right, right. 
All right. But keep Maybe going. back in the day of sports and leisure, I did that. <laughs> <laughs> Who among us? It, yeah, was, among it, was, us? it was a little more accepted back then. Like we, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Okay, back to some sports question. This year, we have the first Super Bowl featuring two brothers going head-to-head with Travis and Jason Kelsey squaring off. Where do the Kelsey brothers play their college ball? Oh, gas bag. Go ahead, Mark. Uh, Cincinnati. It is Cincinnati. Mark edges out, Michael. Oh, yeah, Michael, job, Michael. Great, great work today. Michael. Good job. Hey. Uh, very very yeah, quickly. Good. Thank you, Michael. Uh, very quickly. We talked about Devin Hester being a Hall of Famer, and I don't care because of what he did at Miami. To Louisville, Kelsey's didn't do nothing to Louisville. I know. <laughs> it's at Cincinnati. They they they, they created no resistance in my mind right. at all. <laughs> all right. Well, next up we have it's our fine. good pal Kojak card. Kojak, how's it going, right. man? What's going on, fellas? What up, Kojak? Hey, buddy. Who do you want to take on, Ennis or uh, Dave? You know me, man. I'm going after biscuits. He I is. finally get that coveted win. You probably will. <laughs> I want to get that golden potato. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we should do next. Next winter's get some potato. <laughs> get some golden we potato. We need some sort of potato sponsor. <laughs> we do. Surely we can work something out. Holler come at on. your boy. Come, come on, on, Phil. You got it. it. This is your job it, next week. Right. It's got to have a bite taken out of it too. <laughs> <laughs> There's a rivalry trophy now. That's a rack of ribs, right? Yes, that yes. sounds familiar. <laughs> there is. Okay. That, isn't that um? Memphis was it Memphis and, somebody, right? and uh, was it UAB maybe? I think that's right. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. All right. Well, Kojak taking on Dave here. Let's start with this. February 9, 2006, this broadcaster joined NBC to become the voice of Sunday Night Football. Gas bag. Go ahead. Is it Al Michaels? It is Al yeah. Michaels. Dang, right, Kojak. Uh, <laughs> Dang, I'm old, man. I was trying to go back to 2006. Right. <laughs> well, that's why I was over here getting my trying to get my years right. All right. Yesterday, this actor turned 80 years old. He is known for his role in mob movies. Gas bag. Go ahead, Kojak. Joe Pesci. It is Joe Pesci. <laughs> well done. Yeah. I, I can nice. tell. I, was, like, I actually thought Pesci was already eighty. Yeah, no, I was I, trying to. I was trying to remember which ones was you know which ones were It's like De Niro, Pacino. Because when when they made the Irishman, like their ages were circling, cycling around because they were all so damn old. I yeah. thought I thought Pesci was the oldest of the three, and he was already. Already yeah. like eighty two or eighty three. No, yeah, I would have, if I didn't see that yesterday. I would have been yeah. curious too. But anyway, sudden death here, Kojak. Keep it, it, go Mark very quickly before. Well, just it. We don't talk enough about the fact that they tried <laughs> to make us think that Ray Liotta and Joe oh. Pesci were were the same age and peers. Not just when, that they when he's like fifteen years ta- older than we talk about Goodfellas. Yes, like when Ray Liotta and. Uh, I've already uh, I've had a brain fart. Who played the psychi- psychiatrist? The oh, Spanish. Lauren. Uh, no, uh, I don't say Lauren Bacall. That's not right no, at no, all. It's, I know. Uh, I, know <laughs> it's not, uh, I know who it is. I'm just blanking on her name. Lorraine. Uh, Lorraine Bracco. Bracco. Yeah. There we yeah, go. There you go. They were like 30 in their early 30s, and they were supposed to be playing 19 year olds at oh, the yeah. beginning. Of that, but it was ridiculous. And it's like Ray Liotta with his like high school in 902 and yeah, with his with, with his acne hairline. scars, you know, and like right. it's unreal. Hey, like but Scott real Skiles. quick on that, do, do you know what's famous about that shot when they get, go on their date and they go into the restaurant from the car to the when they get to the Oh, seat? you mean the longest continuous shot? Yeah, is that yeah. what it is? Yeah, that's yeah, it's pretty, continuous shot. It's yeah. pretty sick, yeah. yeah. Scorsese. Yeah. By the way, that was Kojak card just flashing that he's carrying. I have a whole mob podcast or show with uh-huh. Kojak. Well, no, yeah, I'm man, talking about was... trivia. He's like, oh, by yeah. the way, Dave, I've got trivia 
of my own. <laughs> and that was He's me, ready that was for me you. countering him and yeah. telling you, I know. <laughs> yeah, we, we're, we're, we're sparring here. All right, let's get this okay. sudden death uh, question. Okay, so yesterday was the NBA trade deadline. I know Mark's surprised by that. <laughs> <laughs> so there was two teams this year that did not make any in-season trades. I'll give you guys a hint. One, both teams are in the Eastern Conference, and one of these teams made a blockbuster trade last summer, so they kind of just felt like they could hold out this year. But there's two teams that did not make a single trade in season, and both are over in the Eastern Conference. Gas bag. Go ahead, Dave. The Hornets. That's a Western Conference team. No, the Hornets, they're not in no, the Western Conference. The Charlotte Hornets? Oh, Char- I, was, I don't know why I was thinking. I was thinking New Orleans. Because for some the, the New Orleans used to be the Hornets. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, no, they're not, they were not okay. one of them. <laughs> there you go, Kojak. It's wide open for you, baby. The Sixers? No, the Sixers. They traded Tybull uh, yesterday. No, it was. I the, got one quick question. One quick question for Dave. All right. Before Motley Crue was Motley Crue, <laughs> what was the band's name originally going to be? I've actually heard this before, but I don't know it. Nikki Six came up with it. I don't know it. Drugs. Christmas. <laughs> Christmas. I, I was going to say the dirt just because the documentary Christmas. that came out. Mm. <laughs> it was, I think they did better with Motley Crue. Yeah, Motley Crue yeah, was much too. more marketable <laughs> than Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> You're still alive. You're still alive. It's one one. It's sudden death. Yeah. Right? And the oh, answers... okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What were the two okay. teams? It was... Cavaliers is one. Cavaliers yeah. is a blockbuster trade. I thought they would give it away with Donovan, obviously. And the Chicago Bulls, who seems to be going nowhere ah. with the... that, that, that makes more sense. The Cavs I should have gotten, but for some reason I, no, I didn't. All there good. All good. Let's go with uh this question here. Today is Vince Gilligan's birthday. While he is best known for his success with Breaking Bad and the spinoff Better Call Saul, what popular sci-fi thriller show was he a part of for a while? Come on, guys. It was pretty big like the 90s, I think. Gas bag. Right, don't say anything else. X-Files? Yeah. It is X-Files. Yeah. No, I, I remember yeah. that was a big Dang, X-Files fan. Yeah. I remember him from the credits. Him and uh, Vince Gilligan. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Kojak, right, thanks for playing, is. man. Okay. Kojak, good right. job, man. Thanks, guys. Yep. Have a great weekend. There you go. Yeah, I had, to, I had to cut Spencer off before he started giving too many hints. I was going to say, like, don't make it easy. Don't make it too easy. Dave's, yeah. uh, Mark seems like he knew X-Files. I've never actually seen the show. I did know X-Files, yeah. <laughs> but, I know. But, and, I was a massive X-Files fan. Gotcha. Back in the day. Well, we have a few more. We can do gas bag v. gas bag here if you guys want to do that. So let's let's go. Let's let's invite one more okay, person. Okay, I'll open the phones up. One more. So, yeah, we got, we got time for one more. So if you want to jump in here and you know which country Rihanna was born in, uh, by all means, uh, jump in here. 8150. I'm sad you didn't ask that while I was while I was in competition there. Barbados. Did you really know? Like, yeah, I've, I just know any, where she's from. Is, is there no? Is there anything that would more demonstrate the amount of drugs being done by early Motley Crue than to be like, you know, what we should call the band <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> like, what the hell is that? That's a terrible name. So glad they didn't do that. That's a really bad name. Now, Christmas is great. Naming your glam metal band. No, I love all Christmas. The time. Christmas is not but great. Christmas is the name of that band is a really bad idea. Hey, we've got somebody on the line, I think. All right, we got we got time for we one. We got one more. more. It's Chris. Chris, how's it going, man? Good, good. Who do you want to take on, Dave or uh, Ennis? Let's do Ennis this time. All, All right. right, so I, I just stupid ass in it. Stupid ass I got five questions left. Obviously, two out of three. So, by the pl- way, a texter asked if uh, if the Kelsey brothers question was last week. We didn't do it last week. We didn't do something. No, I think they week. might have done uh, Diener, uh, 
Um, they has oh, that trivia. trivia yeah. I think they, they might, might have, have used that. that same one. Yeah. Anyway, so let's go back to uh, sports here. There have been ten kickoff return touchdowns in Super Bowl history. Who was the last guy to accomplish this feat? Oh, I think I know which game it was in, but I don't remember who did it. Oh boy, Harvin. Yeah. Oh. I was just uh, mouthing an answer to Spencer, but he was so off last time that I mouthed him an answer that I had to make sure that it was right. <laughs> He's not good at lip reading, just tell you that. I'm I, bad. I'm blanking. <laughs> Go ahead, man. James White from New England? No, he never had a kickoff return in that game. Uh, some, I don't know who it is, but somebody for the Ravens? Ravens did in the Super Bowl? I got it right this time. Are you Are you giving up? Yes. So Percy Jacoby Harvin. Jones did have it. And He's it not the, the last one. But yeah. yeah, the next year, Percy Harvin had Percy a kickoff Harvin. return. Yeah. Oh, Percy Harvin. Duh. Yeah. yeah, there you go. There yeah, no, I just remember everything he did in that game because he just went off. Yeah, interesting career. I mean, Florida out of the- nowhere. By the way, <laughs> I uh, there are players that I thought like out of college are going to set the NFL on fire. Yeah. I was sure he was going to be one of them. Totally undid himself. What were your uh, as a professional? What were your thoughts on Tavon Austin coming out of college? Because I thought Same he was going to be good. Absolutely, <laughs> his highlights just set on fire, and he yep. was just terrible. Yeah, yep. I- I'm just surprised Mark didn't go with this guy Devin Hester for that. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, I knew there was, I knew Jacoby Jones was at least after Hester. I knew yeah, that. Hester's the yeah. only dude to start the game, and I'm start just not going to do that. Yeah. But anyway, let's go to some pop culture here. February 9th, 1983, this Prince song was released. It was the second single off the album, 1999, after the title track. Name it. It's Prince, early 80s. Oh, wait, 80s? Yeah, it's 1999 was the name of the album, but the album came out oh. like 82 or so. Read that question again. Okay, yeah, no. February 9th, 1983, this Prince song was released. It was the second single off the album, 1999, after the title track. The title track, 1999, was the first single. What was the second off that album? It's a pretty popular song. Is it When Doves Cry? Not a bad guess, but not it. I have have no idea. (laughs) Dave, you want to take a shot? Is it a little red Corvette? It is a little red Corvette. (laughs) Man. Dave's yeah, like, I'm <laughs> killing all the ones with Mark when Mark's playing. Killing me. All right. We're not I'm, s- like, I'm like the answer when adjacent d- answers, all of mine. When Dove's so cries like off, right of, uh, off of uh, uh, Purple Rain? Yeah, Purple Rain. I couldn't really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can't go wrong there. So, last night, Loyola Marymount beat St. Mary's. The Lions have now defeated the Gales and Gonzaga this season. Name the last non-BYU West Coast Conference team to defeat both Gonzaga and St. Mary's in the same season when they did this back in 2014. Oh, boy. <laughs> yes, Go ahead. Santa Clara? Ooh, good con- Good guess. Same conference, just not it. Man, is it? Is it like San Diego or something? Is that your guess? Yes. It is San Diego. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can name San another San West Coast Conference team. San, San Francisco. I don't think I can name another one. San Francisco, Pepperdine. Yeah. Pacific is in there, too, now that yeah. I think yeah. about it, right? Uh, but, Chris, thanks for playing, man. Mark, yeah. Chris. Good, Good job, doing? Mark. All right. We retained I, I our honor like this week. I redeemed myself yeah, a little we, bit today. We retained our honor this week. All right. You know what? Have... We, we took last week off, and I feel like all of us are refreshed. We needed to regroup. Right, we'll have right, a couple we more. Got a couple of into the Let's yeah, already. Yeah. Okay, so this actress, known for her role in Jurassic Park and Oscar-winning performance in Laura Marriage... Dern. Yeah, Laura yeah. Dern. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she, 
12 years ago, this music video was uploaded to YouTube. It would go viral for how Game awful. style. No, no it's gotta be Friday. Friday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, how Friday. awful. I got cut him off before he got the awful. She also, she also released an album today. Did she? Today. Yes, today. Rebecca Black. I just, I, I saw it this morning. She was like, have her on the show. Uh, we need to. And she like, ha she even tweeted out a clip of her video from 12 years ago, which normally she runs away from that thing. She unironically that she clapped back at a couple of weeks ago. Oh, uh, somebody had like a terrible music video and was like made fun of her, and she's like, "I was 13. What's your excuse?" Yeah, you like Miley Cyrus or someone. No, 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 it, no was, it was a uh, man. It was the. Wasn't it the guy? Was it Andrew Tate? The, yeah, that's it. Oh my yeah, god, right. so much yep. sense there. Yep. Got a few more questions. No, well, that was it. That was more it? rock bottom, like getting caught in like an international sting or getting crushed by Rebecca Black on social media. It's probably. Pretty neck and neck, to be honest. I was about with you. to say he probably doesn't want either one. Like of them. within a week, he got destroyed by Greta Thun Thunberg and Rebecca Black. It's like, man, I guess you should He's probably aim at, <laughs> aim at people in your own weight class because they're killing you. <laughs> All right, let's take our our last break here. We will come back uh, and we'll talk a little bit more Super Bowl, a little bit Miami. We'll let's let do that. You guys, sound off. You got anything else on your minds as well here on the drive on Thunderville? Right back. Metro College is a program that helps students pay for tuition, and I didn't believe it. You have to work third shift, five days a week. It's a great and rewarding thing when you graduate. I would do it all over again, just like I just did. You know those buddies who magically become medical professionals when you're not at the top of your game? The ones who say, come on, muscle through it, but then also say, hey, you should probably see my specialist. Or surgery or pain meds. It's almost always false, false, and false. Athletico's physical therapists, the same therapists who work with professional athletes, can tackle those little aches and pains from the start, before they become big ones. So next time, don't believe everything you hear. Instead, start with Athletico. Schedule your free assessment at athletico.com. You're listening to The Drive, presented by Fitness Market, right here on 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Mark Ennis. And Biggest Biscuit, also known as Dave Skull. Welcome back into The Drive here on 93.9 The Ville. Mark Ennis, Dave Skull. The phone lines, they are open. 8150 93.9, 3831-939 for the UPS Jobs text line have enjoyed over the last uh, 12, 18 hours, whatever it might be, is that with the news that they finally did reach a deal that OU and Texas will be in the SEC yeah. starting after this upcoming season, so 2024. So we're only getting one changes. year of the giant Big 12. Just, just disappointing right. for everybody, I know. We're going to have UCLA and USC moving to the Big 10, the college football playoff expanding to 12, OU and Texas in the SEC all in 2024. That's exciting. Which will be super fun. But you immediately now turn the uh, the discussion to what does the SEC do with 16 teams? Their, their division play doesn't make an ounce of sense. Uh, it would take you forever to play everybody in your conference, and they clearly don't want to do that. Everyone seems to think they'll move to a 3-6 model, which means adding another conference game, three permanent teams, six that allow you to play everybody else in the conference over four years. 
uh, at least twice, I think is, is how they are saying that it will most likely get done, which immediately leads people to, to decide or try to decide how will they make the three permanent opponents Yeah. Right for, for each school. And I've yet to see a person suggest one that was the same as someone else's. Like It's really funny that for people who are like, well, this is what we think they'll do, or this is the model that seems to make the most sense. No one seems no. to think the same thing is what will, is what will make. Did the you see most the Sickos committee like a uh, roulette? Yes, <laughs> I, yes. It just like scroll because there's millions yeah. of possibilities, right? There's like two point two four million possibilities, something like that. And um, they're like, well, we couldn't include all of them in this roulette, but it's pretty good. Like I kept, I kept stopping it and seeing where Kentucky ended up because that's honestly. That's what you you know. That's it. I'm I'm interested to see because they're. I don't even know how they're going to break it down to make it so that there's a weak. You would think there was like a traditional weak opponent in each pod. You know what I mean? At least for the first, the first iteration of this, like, but it's going to end up backfiring on them at some point, and they're going to get four really strong teams in one pod. I feel like whether well, they like that's it or not. The thing is, like, well, they're you know you don't want. You want them to be somewhat balanced, balanced. Yeah, but you've got you've got a, I would say a third of the league that is going to want that other, like the rest of that third, to be their pod. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like Missouri, Kentucky, South Carolina, Vanderbilt, and Ole Miss probably are gonna want some version of themselves in one pod. Yeah, when everyone else in the conference wants all of those schools in their pod too. Yeah, and if you do it regionally, like, it doesn't work either. You know, not really, when you think about it. Well, there's no way that, that if you are Alabama, A&M, LSU, Georgia, Florida, Tennessee, you don't want... It's not fair to them to have a pod of Kentucky, Missouri, Vanderbilt, and South Carolina. No, because because that makes yours each other. Yeah, they, but you're propping up those schools because they they all play each that, other. Like you're propping them up. That's right. Yeah. While also killing each other. Yeah. In, in your own like, there's no way, for instance, that that Auburn's pod is going to be Alabama and Georgia and Florida. No, like, there's no way. Even though regionally, hilarious. even though regionally, that's what makes sense. You have a feeling they're right. probably going to do like some kind of a Far East. Like it includes South Carolina and Georgia, maybe Florida's in that with them, and possibly Kentucky, or they go to, they give them one of the Alabama schools, but like they'll split up the Mississippi schools because traditionally, they're not top half of the SEC. Traditionally, they'll probably split them up. Arkansas is the bottom half of the SEC. No, traditionally, they'll play, no, they'll hold on, they'll play each other. No, they're not going to split the Mississippi schools. I don't know, they, man. They I'm talking about. If you, I'm saying like if you if you want to balance it out, but they'll have they'll have to have the permanent. They'll have to permanently play each other. I don't know. It's 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 weird. I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm trying to reason through this in live time. It's not really working. I'm sure. Think like the ACC's like, model. It the works Egg Bowl has to like happen every year. Teams. Like the Egg Bowl has to happen every yes. year. Right. So they'll be permanent. Like that. That's they'll what I'm saying. Like, that will be permanent. Yeah. But, but see, I was thinking of it traditionally, this. where like you have a pod and you have a permanent crossover that doesn't make any sense when you have four pods. Oh, yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? That, like that in my mind, it was it, right. yeah, it fell apart really quickly. But, but there's no <laughs> way that the, the other the other schools are never going to vote for a model where, like, if I'm OU in Texas, I'm coming into the league, and like, there's no way I want the SEC, and there's no way the SEC should 
let those other schools kind of make their own little little oh, no. minor league pod <laughs> and then have the other schools have to play each other all the time. Like, oh, you welcome to the league. Your permanent opponents are Texas A&M, Texas, and LSU. LSU, Like, that, yeah. that's not happening. No. Yeah, that, that is not happening. But I wouldn't be that – like, they'll probably – I think A&M and Texas will probably rally to not be in the same pod. You know, but I bet Texas and Oklahoma are probably in the same pod. You that know, makes they, sense. They have their permanent rivalry. Um I bet they're probably paired up with Arkansas because that's the old Big Eight, you know. And, and see, I was uh, thinking the Big Twelve former schools like Missouri and A and M, along with Texas and Oklahoma, if that would make sense. I just don't know if Texas and A and M are going to want to be in the same. Yeah, because they hate each other. Yeah, at this point, I don't think but they also, would want to play not, each other every year. And you're not integrating them into the conference if you just bring them in and be like, and then the aside. Big Twelve wing, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they just play. You know, they only play one another. How long after they announce? Whatever the model is, does Mark Stoops start saber rattling to drop the U of L game immediately? He'll if not he'll, before, right? he'll want it done before twenty twenty four. It's not going to happen that quickly. But. We need the MAC teams. We need that FCS team <sighs> yeah. on our schedule, man. Yeah, we've not we've long neglected the Moorhead State rivalry. <laughs> yeah, they, they'll, I, they, they're that, always looking to me, for like, an that excuse. will be such a fascinating test. Of like just how much does Mitch Barnhart really favor Mark Stoops? Right. You know, because it's it's like even Calipari hasn't said I don't like he's dropped the IU series, he's dropped the North Carolina home and home series. Like he doesn't want to do any of these home and homes with anybody, but he's never even hinted at dropping the Louisville series because obviously it's going. He well eats off of it. Why would he? Right. Exactly. <laughs> but like, but even like in 2013 he wasn't talking about dropping that series right. you know like he's never even hinted that it's crossed his mind does barnhart really have the is he that sort of beholden to mark stoops that he would that he would be like all right i don't want to play that series anymore okay we're going to drop that series does he have the nerve to do that you think i don't know I don't know if he does because it's gonna ha- it's gonna go. There's gonna be a lot more voices than just those two in the room on that one. Well, also you gotta look at like Florida, Florida State will probably still play. Clemson, South Carolina, they'll probably still play. I know they Bedlam will definitely is definitely still play. Yeah, Bedlam, they they're dropping that series obviously. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. So if, like if Kentucky's the one school that drops their rivalry, it's gonna look a lot worse. I think on Mitch Barner, but he has no soul, so he probably doesn't even care. <laughs> he has no soul. I didn't see that coming. That's pretty strong. I meant to like no morals. Wow. I just went straight for the soul. Wow. <laughs> yeah, she's like, no skip soul. That. I have no, I no I, souls. I, I, got, I have no reason to believe mid, bitch, bitch, wow. <laughs> Mitch, Mitch, <laughs> Mitch Barnhart has no He seems like a pleasant enough guy. Come on. Bitch Barnhart. <laughs> bitch Barnhart. Keep saying it. Stop. I'm sorry. Oh god! This is where we need like an interview to play or something. Oh. We need to put up. We need to make a poll. Like, what's what is the it's not on purpose? Speak that one or when Blankenbaker called him bitch beard. <laughs> Gosh, guys, settle down. Hey, Struble once said Butch Beard was a bum when he was about Chris Beard at one point. He did say that <laughs> when he was talking about Chris Beard. It was pretty. Pretty phenomenal. He was during a post game show. And I was working the post game that night. Like, what did Butch, what did Butch like, Beard do to you? He's like, oh, I love right, Butch what's, Beard. What's that got to do with this? <laughs> like, it seems like you wouldn't have any qualms with him. That's more of a U of L thing. Uh, it was pretty funny. How much of a kick did you get out of Kathy saying, "I can't wait to come to Louisville and see everyone at ESPN Louisville except for Strebel"? <laughs> I, I got quite a kick out of it. it makes total has sense. He, has he heard that yet? 
I hope so. I, I surely, definitely surely that's Justin in the mixtape. That's got to uh, be on. It's the, definitely in there. I'm pretty sure Justin okay. they played on this take yesterday. It's got to be on okay, the mixtape. Kathy, Kathy, just saying you can keep Ryan Daddy. I don't need him. I love it. You know the 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 funny part about that is he might be the nicest person at the station. He's very nice. Oh, Ethan went Except to bat for, for him immediately. Three after hours that. from three to six, and yeah. when he is not the nice when he's playing a character on the radio from three to six. Right. James is a very nice person, um, but yeah, look, when you're talking about the SEC divisions or pods, for better lack of a better word, like it is interesting because Mississippi, Mississippi State represent two of the bottom half, but they're going to be in the same pod. You know, it kind of takes away an option. Well, I think you can get you know, one. You know, like like Kentucky. If I if the if I was the SEC, Kentucky and Vanderbilt would play. But like, if you're Kentucky, like everyone's gonna want Vanderbilt or Kentucky or Missouri. But in if their you put pod. them both in the same, like who's in there with them? Tennessee well, and, okay and give, Georgia. Yeah. Y- yes. Yeah. And, That's exactly what I would. And do. then everybody's gonna complain that Tennessee and Georgia have Kentucky and Vanderbilt. I realize Kentucky's been better lately, but traditionally, when we're talking about the wide view, I don't know. We can't neglect the Kentucky Mississippi State rivalry, man. It's almost like <laughs> just, Louisville Virginia. There's you just can't neglect no way. It. it is right. Louisville Virginia. That's exactly That's exactly what that is. Yeah. Like the permanent crossover they play every year that has absolutely no attachment to them whatsoever. Although I do got to say, guys, now that I've been at this newsletter for with for Mississippi State for close to seven months, I don't know that there are two places that are po- conceivably more different than Mississippi State and Virginia. There are yeah. No commerce majors at Mississippi State. Have State. they never ever? They've probably never been uttered in the same breath in really any way. <laughs> Mississippi State, they I have a cowbell major, though. I just envision a Mississippi State grad talking to a Virginia grad like when Rick Pitino first met Richie Farmer, you know, <laughs> and he very famously tells that story that neither one of them knew what the other one was saying when they met one another. I, it's got to be something like that. Did you, I don't know. Like the the frat boy fashion is pretty similar. The, no. The SEC frat boy, yes, it is fashion. No, 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 mm-hmm. no. Yep. No, because that, that I I it can't. That's not right. There's no way. It's relatively similar, man. I've been to a lot of SEC games. <laughs> I too. Literally frat that. parties, and I'm sure that's probably well, that true too. too. <laughs> if I would believe that about Ole Miss, yeah, that too. <laughs> By the way, since we mentioned Ole Miss, did, did Lane Kiffin, his Twitter account is wildly entertaining. He tweeted yesterday a photoshopped video, uh, a picture of Hugh Freeze at Auburn with Hugh Freeze is wearing a sweatshirt. It's supposed to be like the SEC logo where the the, the circle with SEC sort of inside the the circle. But instead it's war because, you know, Auburn War Eagle. Right. Well, someone photoshopped like the the last piece of the R off of there and it was WAP, which is very different than extremely different but also relevant to Hugh Freeze uh, uh on the and Lane Kiffin just like bam do you know what that means was well, it was fake he wasn't wearing that for real but it's very funny and then Lane Kiffin tweets an article about Lane Kiffin tweeting about Tennessee earlier today and so you know sometimes when you read an article and you just click on the little button with the Twitter signal or symbol and it it kind of pre-populates the tweet that's that's what he did, and so like it just met, writes the tweet, and it's Lane Kiffin tweeting. Lane Kiffin tweets about Tennessee, but it's encouraging. And so it was Lane Kiffin tweeting about Lane Kiffin tweeting about Tennessee. 
<laughs> Very meta. Very. <laughs> He doesn't care at all. Not even a little bit. I'm very like I. There are few beat writers I'm ever jealous of, but those getting to cover Link Kiffin, I'm pretty jealous. Oh, that, that's a content you talk about putting your factory, feet up, bro. Right? Yeah, content oh. factory. Unbelievable job. Let's get uh, Cody in here, and if you want to follow Cody, you can. Cody, welcome into the drive. What's on your mind, buddy? Hey, speaking of no soul, Dave, I'm coming for the championship again next week, bro. Do it. All right. Do it. Come uh, come at me, Batman. Cody. <laughs> I'm going to stumble my way into another victory. Attaboy. There you go. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> but uh, how are you guys doing? Not too bad, man. Doing it's good. Friday, doing you good. know? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, uh, I, I feel it. I feel it. No, I'm just uh, – first of all, shout out to you all because you guys just do some of the best coverage on the whole basketball situation. But um, one thing I've been thinking about, Appreciate and I don't that. know why I haven't brought up sooner is what we need to do this offseason is book an overseas trip if we're going to overhaul the whole roster if we're going to get a new team in here man you need all the practice you can get you want to establish a culture like book a bahamas trip yeah you know something the fans can watch during the summer that'd be really cool man you know like i I, uh, you know i I didn't i wasn't really much of a fan during the days when we did the bahamas trips but uh, i did stream the puerto rico games when those happened and then that was just fun so I don't know. Hopefully, we can uh, we can get back to that. But what do you guys think? Do you think that that'd be on the table at some point? I think there are Cody. Thanks for the call, buddy. There are limitations on how often you can do that. Is it one every three year? Four? It's I, something it's like that. Something like that. Yeah. So I don't know if it's been long enough because yeah. Lola just played there, you know, last year. Uh, but I would. I mean, the emphasis is going to be on any like any and all measures one can take to. Improve the roster and get this freaking thing ready are should be on the table. So if there's anything like that, yes, by all but means. Cody's talking about in the international trip that you're allowed to take, like in the summer. The summer, yeah, I yeah. Don't, which that's that's not what last year was. Last year was we went to the Bahamas season. for a preseason tournament. Like, I would love if we could do that this year. I mean, whatever it takes to get that extra practice, get the extra gel time, yeah. uh, whatever we can get. I mean, I'm a, I'd be all for it. I would, I love those. It's been a couple of years since we did one. It's like maybe three seasons. Especially because you never know what you might get from yeah. the other side. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Sometimes you're there. playing like a glorified middle school team, and like it, you just don't. Well, you I mean, no idea. Louisville played in one of those. You know, years ago was it 2012, 2013 season, uh-huh. uh, where you had one guy showed up in the wrong uniform. Remember that. <laughs> The whole other team had one colored shorts on, and one guy had the different colored shorts. And then one where, like, this guy's not in the game. He's usually on this team. He has to work. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah, I do. <laughs> he could not play in the game against the get, like, like, And there were literally, like, had to work. literally like 40-year-olds that were on the roster for some of these teams we were playing. I remember. It's like, no, nah, he had to pick up a shift. <laughs> like, he can't play today. <laughs> it's like, man, we're just we're in a different world, literally. I got work, man. I can't be there for the game. <laughs> just a different different level of basketball. Just like it's a men's league game. It's like it's oh, pretty much I love that. That. He's like, yeah. I work. It's like no, 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 no. I've got to work. You know, I do I'm think gonna... like the, the the poor guy that showed up uh, with with the wrong color shorts on. That's a bummer, man. It's rough. It's like what happens in youth league. <laughs> like, That's exactly like church what league. That is. <laughs> I showed up. I showed up without my jersey on. Uh, at a, a Little League game as a kid, you know, I had like a, a sweatshirt on 
uh, it was early in the spring because you, you know you can do baseball kind of almost year round. But it was kind of cool that day. I just showed up straight up without my jersey on at all. <laughs> doofus! I had to play like Larry Bird. Remember Larry Bird did the three point contest with his warm up. His warm up son. That was the same yeah, one when I had he to walked play the whole the... game that way. Was your dad the coach, Mark? Yes. Is that a- Are you gonna say something bad about my dead dad? Go no, ahead. no. I'm just saying, like, oh. it was your dad's the coach, and he's like the coach's kid. This dumbass in is over here to have his own stupid ass have his in jersey <laughs> with him. That's what happened to me. My mom was my soccer coach when I was like five, six years old, and I showed up without any uh, chin chin guards on, and she like uh, made an example of me in front of the whole team. <laughs> I was like, "Thanks, mom." Hey, aren't you responsible for putting the shin guards on me before I came here? I'm this six. Is, uh, it's the players versus it's the coach. <laughs> right, I'm right? six here, Bob. Come on, you're my you're mom and my coach. Yeah, you're right? responsible here. <laughs> you're, you're responsible you're for getting the shin guards on me. Yeah, before I left the house and before I got on the field. Come on, we're all for two here. <laughs> so, so your mom was the was she like, like, like Saban, like relentless, like Bob Huggins? Oh, no, she, but she was never afraid to like. We're six, we're six year olds, but she would be more likely to make an example of me. You know, because I'm the coach. See, my dad did the same thing. So we had a, we had a rule when I played little league baseball, and I think every league has something like this. But this was a long yeah. time ago now, where you know kids had to play a certain. Everyone had to play a little bit. Yeah, and, you, everybody and, got innings in little league. Yeah, everybody in the roster. I, and we had a we had a a, a kid with uh, that had uh, a an issue with his left arm. He was very limited in what he could do, but mm-hmm. he you know he was a great sport. He tried real hard. And so he played the minimum, and he was fine with it. He just wanted to kind of be a part of it, and his mom and dad understood. But he had to play, and every time he had to play, I didn't get Yeah, he took you off the field. Yeah, yeah, my dad did that. And I, I understand, and I'm not even mad about it, but, like, when your dad's the coach, that's exactly how they do it. That's how it works. Or your I mom, mean, it's right. one of the – it's especially when the Unless you're, you're younger, and then, like, as you get older, a lot of times coaches go the other way. It all depends, you know. But it's uh, – it was always fun. You know, obviously she wasn't making that much of an example of us. We were playing herdball. It was six-year-old soccer, you know, so it wasn't like. <laughs> was this on the Army base? Yeah. They're good youth sports on the Army bases. I can't imagine coaching six-year-olds to play soccer. Mm-mm. It's, fo- it's, it's herdball. You like just follow the ball up. around. It's literally, you just follow the ball around. Now, I the best my... the best six-year-old sports I've ever seen. I was a referee for six to eight year old Pee Wee football in Oldham County and it's tackle. And there was just like there were kids in that league that would just go a hundred percent all the time. And there were kids in that league that were only playing because their parents wanted them to play. Yeah. Their dads wanted them to play. Which led to some of the most brutal hits you've ever seen. <laughs> Thank God those kids are made of rubber. Roughness, like, rough of the passer. <laughs> but you just have some kid picking dandelions and then you got Spike from Little Giants just comes in, you know, <laughs> cleans him up. Terry Tate off his linebacker. That's right. Killing it's people. Awful, man. And sometimes I'd, love, just be, I'd be over there going, oh, you know, I'm supposed to be throwing flags and blowing the whistle. I do love, you know, little kids playing soccer that just run off the field, go oh, yeah. to their parents. Like, they happen on the football field, too. Like, you can't just make, keep running. You can't make them competitive that young. Not like consistently. Not really. Not really. Did you see that Mina Kimes' contract's coming up with ESPN? There's some rumor that Grantland's going to try to try to steal uh, her I, away. Well, the, the Ringer is in The Ringer, I mean, that's what I meant. Yeah. Not Grantland. That's, and, his, that's uh, Bill Simmons' Levitard, old job. Levitard and that whole Meadowlark thing have made it pretty clear they would be interested. Which I would assume well. that that, like, it would be Bill Simmons and Levitard, I would assume, would be the two that would push the hardest. That would I make would the most sense. Yeah. It's funny, like, The Ringer, um, they have a lot of good content creators. Mm hmm. I, uh, 
And obviously, I love Lebetard. I would love her at either position. I love, I love Mina Kimes. She's, I think she's fantastic. fantastic. So, I agree. Uh, and ESPN's losing a grip on some of their their key talent. So it's funny. It's funny where they've decided to invest. I don't know. Texture if wants to know what was the mascot in the Bahamas when Rick Pitino was here. That was Bompy. Bompy. Creepy. Was Bompy in the Bahamas the or Puerto Rico? It was Puerto Rico. It was Puerto Rico. Right. Bompy was, was Puerto Rico. Patino team, yeah, but was but that's that's the trip I'm talking about. Dude. And that was the ins- weird inflatable mascot that was terrifying to everybody. And that was that was was that when we played Duke or was that before? That was not the preseason. That was the off season. That's right. That was the, the off season. Okay. We had multiple trips that year. We had the off season trip, then we had the preseason tournament where we played Duke. And remember, uh, Gorgie was hurt. We had to start Zach remember. Price. He hurt his and, wrist, and uh, that was when Coach he K pulled. That was the the, pulled, the, uh, the the old hotel ballroom there. Yep, and they pull. He pulled Peyton and Russ aside and called them MFers, like in a positive way, you know. But that was when Coach K was in his uh, was on his stri- a streak of I'm going to talk to. I coach everybody. I coach everybody. I'm going to talk to every opposing <laughs> team, whether it's a negative or a positive. I'm yeah. going to have something to say to an opposing player that's probably inappropriate and over the top. Because I'm the you know Duke of basketball, and I coach Team USA. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, I would love to see Mina kind of get outside the uh, the lines of ESPN, and and I would like her with Bill Simmons because I think I, li- I like a lot of the uh, the content creators they have right there, and we see they her in some, some good of interviews the uh, together. So, well, they have Bill's had her on had her on his podcast, and they they're always great together. And having having her on more of the podcast and kind of in the in the stable would be pretty awesome. Although I I've been leaning really hard into some of the. Have you ever listened to the rewatchables? I have, Mark, yes. you have. I've been listening to him from the beginning, uh, and I get caught up on Bill Simmons' pronunciation of things sometimes. <laughs> like, <laughs> he is—he has some weird mispronunciations that he throws out there. You know what I'm talking about? I'm, it's been a while since I've listened to that podcast because, like you, I kind of start from the beginning. And I've yeah, kind of ventured off to other podcasts too. So I, I do that all the time. That a while, yeah. but yeah, there's some. It's like, ooh, that's a. A little bit rough there. Just it's just funny because he's been in journalism his entire career. He went to school for journalism, and he still has some like weird things that he pronounces a certain way, whether it be names or actual words. It's very very weird to me that somebody that's been in media that long still he's like these hangups. But like, he's got Shea Serrano with him, and I've always loved Shea Serrano. At least he was with him before. He's actually saying, doing most of his. Left he's doing his own thing now. But like listening to the old. The old rewatchables. That's when Shay was with the Ringer. Um, Shay's one of my favorite. Like I have his, uh, you know, his hip hop book and the, and the yearbook, the rap yearbook, and um, the movies book he did. Like I've, I've got all of his stuff. I love him. He's one of my favorites. Let's get a Super Bowl pick from everybody. Oh man, just a couple of minutes here. Have you? Uh, I want you to to get off the fence. I don't want to get off the fence. Chest. Fence is comfortable. I want, some, I want a prediction from you how this is going to go. Uh, the Chiefs win their second. Uh, with uh, with Pat Mahomes, and I think it's going to be a hell of a game. But at the end of the day, um, Mahomes has a chip on his shoulder for whatever reason. I think that he felt overlooked this year, even though he won this. And he's gonna, he's won the MVP. Um, he I think he kind of felt slighted with the Josh Allen and Joe Burrow conversations. Uh, he he shrugged the Joe Burrow monkey off his back uh, in the AFC Championship game, and I think that he's he's trying to kind of re- reassert himself as the alpha dog in the. Uh, in the NFL and remind everybody how special his short career has been. So I think it's going to be uh, – because I, I do think Philadelphia has the best roster, but I don't think they're like leaps and bounds better than KC. You know, I, I think that this is truly the best best two teams. And at this point, 
I'll take the experienced quarterback, even though I'm a big fan of Jalen Hurts. So I say the Chiefs win probably by about a touchdown. I think that the Eagles are going to win. I'll say 38-31. I think it will be primarily because they can block Chris Jones. Mm -hmm. And Cincinnati uh, did well, you know, at Buffalo. But the, the they they did not hold up last week against Chris Jones and, and Kansas City in the front seven. And when that that defense does not get pressure with the with the defensive right. line, and in particular Jones, uh, Carl Aftis and others, but Jones in particular, if he's not going, that secondary can be picked apart. And they've got two wide receivers, I think, who can do it. Not to mention being able to run the ball, I think, pretty well. They can set some things up. I I think the Eagles are going to win, but I, I also think it's going to be the most fun Super Bowl, like objectively, yeah. since the Patriots and the Eagles just sort of went back and forth in like a thousand yards of total offense in the Super Bowl Don't several years me. ago. But like for somebody who didn't care who won that game, that was fun as hell. Right. Oh no, it was. I think, just I think we're going to get something fun like losing that. in because it was like just points left and right. But it was just the outcome obviously pissed me off that night. I just like. Is it a little surprising that I didn't take the uh, the team with the best offensive line in the league? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> no, I think that, that is a sign in the end that you know. Yeah, it's a it's. You know I don't know. It's it's one of those things. Like I, I totally buy your entire reasoning, uh, and I think that you've got one of the best centers that's ever played the game that might be that can probably neutralize Chris Jones. Um, and you're right. Like without the pass rush, the Kansas City defense gets more regular. I just can't. It's one of those things where I look at it and I'm like. At the end of the day, I, I can have all these points in Philadelphia's favor, and they run the ball better than Kansas City does. But being one-dimensional or somewhat one-dimensional doesn't usually hurt Andy Reid that much. He can win, you know, replacing the run with the short passing game. So I'm not that worried about that part of it. But Philadelphia is a more well-rounded team. I just have something. I just feel like this is a Pat Mahomes game. I'm going to go with the, the Eagles. The I think the Eagles. I'm with Mark there. I think they're just going to win the game. I think their run game is going to be. Similar to what they did with San Francisco, where they just kind of run it down. And I'm kind of going bold here. I think Miles Sanders will be the MVP this this year. I heard that. Uh, did we do this yesterday? We talked about like we who we thought could well, possibly. Yeah. I, mean, I mentioned Miles yeah, Sanders. I think he's going to have a great game on the ground, and I think he'll be this year's Super MVP. I'm going bold. He's going to split the carries too much. And I'm also going to go a little bit uh, higher of a margin. I'm going 38-28. I think there's going to be like a field goal that happens late to kind of push it up to 10 or something. So I'm going 38-28 Eagles. 38-31 Chiefs. Uh, and I think that Jalen Hurts is going to hawk some of Miles Sanders' r- rushing TDs that you think he's going to get. All right, that is going to do it for us. You guys enjoy your Super Bowl weekend here, and we'll be back at it on Monday. You've been listening to The Drive on Thunderbolt. See you.